Well, you know, if you ask about the city of tomorrow as opposed to the world, there's two different food supplies. There are multiple food supplies that we're going to see. Um, 9.5 billion people uh, living in all kinds of situations. Hopefully, by the time uh, tomorrow comes, let's say 2050, 2030, maybe we've really made some enormous strides with the uh, United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, which basically means we've ended hunger on the planet if we achieve those goals. And actually, if we achieve those goals, one thing that we know has, has happened is that agriculture has actually done pretty well. So the food supply of tomorrow uh, for a city uh, is whatever we can imagine it to be. It really is fascinating what's happening right now with all the new systems um, that are available to us. We uh, thank the, the marijuana growers, for example, for coming out of the closet, but the main thing is not for the marijuana, but all the new systems that came with them that they've been using uh, and utilizing uh, indoor closed environment systems that operate with very little water, very efficient nutrient use, uh, amazing timelines for turning a seed into something that you can actually harvest. Uh, all of that is, is applicable to the fruit and uh, vegetable sector and all of it is being applied at a pace that I can't believe. So the city of tomorrow has uh, food that's organic, it has food that's biodynamic, it has food that's conventional, it has food that's imported, uh, food that's certainly grown nearby year-round and the abundance of the systems that we believe in. The major threats, I think, people have to eat. So uh, you, you look at the things that could shut you down tomorrow. Uh, as a farmer, uh, I, we, I can give you a couple of things that I think about regularly. Um, I could be shut down and I have been shut down by a lack of labor. Uh, so the immigration in, in issues that we have today have to be solved, especially if you're a labor-intensive uh, operation. Of course, in the future, you might be all robotics and there might be a little bit less pressure, but that's not today. Um, if you don't have water, uh, the water, uh, I had a, a field recently that uh, the well went dry in year three of the drought and it never came back uh, until just recently. But we, if that had been my only farm, we would have walked away from it and I would have been out of business. Um, we had a, water with some salt water, a well with some salt water intrusion. Same thing happened there. We had to shut the well down. Fortunately, we had another well that we could go to. But a lack of water or too much water can put you out of business pretty quickly. Flooding, uh, catastrophic flooding. Uh, some of these hurricanes were a little overdue for a hurricane here in Southern California. Uh, these are the things that we think about. And then invasive species. I could be caught in a quarantine or some kind of disease complex that either wipes out my field or shuts me down where I can't ship it anywhere because I, it's got a, a bug or a disease that makes it impossible for me to market it, right? Uh, food safety is another one of those where someone gets poisoned or gets sick on your product. And all those things can shut your operation down instantaneously, really, and then you might lose so much money that you actually lose your farm as well. Well, on the changing climates and the climate change that we see, uh, really easy for those of us in agriculture to boil it down to a few simple concepts. Unpredictable weather generally means unpredictable harvest. Uh, and that unpredictability of harvest is something that uh, I, I think the whole world is not quite paying attention to, just how vulnerable our global food supply is. When Australia went through a 12-year uh, drought, uh, their entire ag system basically collapsed by 50%. By year eight, it was already fairly collapsed. They didn't have plan B in place. They didn't have plan C in place. 
uh, and certainly they learned, we learned, our eyes were wide open, uh, California is just as uh, vulnerable to that kind of a long-term drought. This small five-year drought that we had caused in, no end to uh, the alarm and problems that we see today. You know, the game-changing technologies that are appearing every day for those of us that are in the food business or the food production business uh, are, are unbelievably uh, exciting. Um, the digitalization of technology and information systems is really accelerating, I think, uh, what we would call innovation so that what's feasible uh, is now possible and what's possible becomes reality on a faster level than I've ever seen and certainly uh, the world has never seen as well. Um, so these new technologies are, are across the board. Um, you know, we talk about drones or about robotics, about 3D printers for food. We talk about um, uh, fantastic anal analytical systems to be able to rapidly identify pathogens or rapidly identify uh, a flaw in, in any one of your uh, crops that you want to be suddenly have uh, drought resistance or heat resistance or other kind of stresses and if you can uh, adjust those uh, those genes and everybody talks about the horrible challenges we have with genetically modified technologies or gene technology um, Turning your back on science has ne never been something that I'm excited to do. I, I depend on it as a farmer, and there's all kinds of different aspects of science, all kind of, kinds of disciplines of science. Uh, I want that toolbox about as full as I can make it so that if I have to adjust rapidly, if I have enormous challenges uh, in my production or raising of animals or raising of fishes, as we were speaking about earlier, you have a toolbox to work with um, and then you always are moving in the direction of sustainability. You're always looking to what's the simplest way, the most efficient way, the most uh, elegant way, if you will, to uh, create a, a positive outcome, a predictable outcome. And you'll find that, that uh, all of us that are in this sector of food production will invest in things that increase the predictability of the outcome because we know there's a lot of unpredictable things that are challenging us every day. Thank you.